Hi, and welcome to the Fuck My Work Life podcast. The podcast where we read your work stories back to you. And rift. Okay. Okay. Is this rifting? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't really know what rifting is, but... Isn't it riffing? Sure. I don't know. I'm not a comedian. Sure. So this is our preview episode. We aren't calling it episode one because we just want to give you a little taste of what this podcast is going to be about. And so hopefully it will encourage you to send in your stories from the workplace, right? That's right. <laughs> That's I don't right. know what you wanted me to say there. I, whatever you wanted to say. I have a question for you. Okay. What was your first job? Kmart. I worked at Kmart. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? What do you mean? Well, like how old were you? Oh. What was it like? Um, I think I was 14 or 15. It was... It was working at Kmart. I mean, what can it really be like? I started out as just a, a stock person, but I did get to work in the fishing department. So Ooh. that was cool. Was that like an, an upgrade, like a promotion? No. Oh. <laughs> that was just the department they put me in to stock the shelves. Uh, and, you know, I'm a redneck, so I like me some fishing. Did you get some fishing poles on discount? Yeah, a really big discount. <laughs> five finger discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, five finger. Definitely. What's the statute of limitations on that? It, long past, <laughs> so I'm good. Any anything else you get for a five finger discount there? I got plenty of shit for a five finger discount. Uh, so we had a hurricane coming, and the power went out, and. I guess, like, the power went out. They still had emergency lighting. So there was lights in the corners of the store, but the store was pretty dark. And the emergency doors were no longer emergency doors. They were just doors. So I worked there with a buddy of mine. And when the power went out, we were stocking. And we decided to unstock <laughs> quite a bit. Stock the back of your car? So... Yeah, so my dad had this piece of shit, old 1980 Chevy Malibu, and I went out to the parking lot, and I pulled it to the back door, and we took fishing poles, we took BB guns, we took knives, we took all kinds of shit. Bad kids. And then, and then, oh, no. we went to the restroom, well, we we got a shopping cart, because, you know, I mean... That's how you do things in the we South. filled that shit with clothes. <laughs> and we went to the bathroom and we put clothes on underneath our uniform oh and then went to the car and took the clothes off. Oh, my God. <laughs> and did that a number of times. We got a lot of shit. Where were your managers? I would have been terrified to do something like that at 14. Well, I, think, I think the managers were kind of, they were losing their shit like watching the front door and watching the checkout stands because mm. the checkout stands still, they still had power to the checkout stands mm -hmm. and the cash registers, but not the scanners. So they couldn't scan anything and people wanted to check out and, you know, they have like the, the UPC or the, or the, the, not the barcodes, but the like skews. the key codes. Yeah. The SKU numbers mm -hmm. for the store. And so it, it, it was basically, they were running around like chickens with their heads cut off, trying to make sure that people are getting checked out properly. And I mean, 
the time they spent making sure that the people at checkout, the actual customers, didn't get away with free merchandise, <laughs> they lost a shit. That we weren't the only ones. Oh. Like the, all of us Kmart employees were were getting your, getting your money's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we were. I'm, I'm guessing we were all poor. So I mean, you know. Well, my first job wasn't that exciting. <laughs> I worked at. Do you remember those uh, exercise machines, Nordic tracks, back in the like yeah. 80s and 90s? Yeah. So I worked at the Nordic track store in our local outlet mall, and I got hired the day before I turned 16, which is like, I guess, the legal working age in California. And uh, I lasted about two months there. It was a horrible job, like no real training. So people would come in and, you know, there's a lot of different machines in that store. And they'd want to know the difference. And I had no idea because yeah. nobody taught me anything. You're too young. Well, I mean, I would just like look at the tags on each machine and just yeah. like look <laughs> look at the differences. Like, oh, this one um, does this and that one doesn't. Yeah. And I also worked with these two gorgeous sisters. Their names were like Giselle and Serenity or something along those <laughs> lines. <laughs> They were probably early 20s and just beautiful. So everyone that came in just like gravitated towards them. And I was just like this little nerdy 16-year-old. Ginger-haired. No. Buck teeth. Uh, big I ears. did not. Okay, no. Pigeon-toed. No. No? None oh. of those things. I was only a ginger as a baby. I grew out of it. I mean, 16 years old, I was also very, very shy. Put into a salesperson position was yeah. not my forte. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a very strange job. I worked at a leather store in a mall when I was in my probably early to mid 20s and we sold leather jackets, leather pants, all all sorts of other little like leather vests and stuff like that and and Totally sounds like my kind of store. I worked there for 6 months. And I sold one pair of pants the whole time I worked there. And when I sold the pair of pants, I was sweating and shaking. <laughs> and I was so nervous because people like this lady was spending like 700 bucks on this pair of pants. And and I just, I don't know, I think because I would never buy anything like that. Yeah. I, I felt really nervous trying to talk other people into buying that bullshit. Yeah, the Nordic trucks were pretty pricey too. And I yeah. was just not cut out for selling anything no. like that. No, not at all. I worked at a clothing store when I was 18 in the mall. And you know, you, you were supposed to upsell everyone. And if they were looking at a certain pair of pants, you're supposed to suggest like shirts or tops that would go with it. And yeah. I would always walk back to the dressing room with something and just pretend like I was offering it and then just walk back out. So my manager thought I was doing my job, but I like didn't want to be pushy. If they wanted this top, they would have picked the <laughs> stop up to try it yeah. on and it's just not i am not a salesperson so neither one of those jobs worked out well for me yeah i think it takes a certain type of person to be a salesperson yeah you gotta mostly be good at, douchebags well you just gotta be good at bullshitting yeah but i'm so good at bullshit eh. but not when i guess not when it's we mean eh. <laughs> i guess not when it comes to people pulling their wallets out yeah that's when it's when you should be good at bullshitting Get, yeah, get them dollar dollar bills. So do you want to hear one of the stories that someone wrote in about one of their... No, not at all. Oh, okay, well then, I guess this podcast is over. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of a funny story. I hope I do it justice. So the title of this email is 
live music club manager life. Working as a nightclub manager is a never-ending battle of fixing the broken shit from the big event the night before. Every time we had a big show or major Friday or Saturday night crowd for a DJ dance night, there would always be something to deal with the next day. For some reason, drunk men like to break the paper towel dispenser or the toilet or the toilet paper dispenser. We like to break everything. Yeah, you're, you're dudes. And also pee on everything. Oh my God, so much pee. When I've had to clean public restrooms and jobs, it's just, why is it so hard to make it into the toilet? Sometimes these things are, you know, hard I mean, to control. I mean, I guess like in a club, most people are probably drinking and your aim gets a little bad, but in a fast food restaurant, I guess yeah, you we could do be, it on purpose. I guess you could be drunk there too. Yeah. Women are pretty disgusting too. I've seen some nasty stuff in women's restrooms. Okay, but anyway, women don't do these things for the most part. I think they see the obvious benefit to keeping those items available. Anyway, one of our DJ dance nights, one of our doormen came to get me because a sink was spraying water everywhere. The sink was in the band bathroom backstage, which was locked off. However, someone got in and now the sink was hanging off the wall by a broken pipe and water was spewing. (laughs) So now I have to spend tomorrow getting this shit repaired before the next band comes to perform. Drunk assholes. Why do people intentionally break stuff? So later that night, my super drunk bestie admits to me she knows what happened to the sink. She says her boyfriend asked one of the doormen for the key to the backstage area so they could go have sex. Nice. First of all, that's just asking for a bacterial infection. Like, Well, yeah, bathroom sex. <laughs> public bathroom sex. Like yeah. up on the sink. Oh, come on. That's I just disgusting. I just see bad things happening in that womanly region <laughs> after something like that. And this poor, this poor manager has to now go clean that up because people got Randy. What's Randy? Horny. Ah. Uh, you ever seen Austin Powers? Yeah, but that was so long ago. Okay, well. I drank that memory away. <laughs> so that was our, our first email. We would love to hear more like that. We want to hear all your crazy work stories. I'm sure everyone has multiple if yeah. You, if you've worked for any part of your yeah, life. Yeah, or even it it doesn't even have to be your work story. If someone has told you something about what happened to them at work and you found it funny or you found it crazy or they yeah. don't have to be funny stories, you know, it can be anything. It can be anything, you know, as long as it pertains to the workplace. Yeah. Cuz we all know that crazy shit goes on at work. Crazy shit. It's sometimes I feel like I'm living an episode of The Office. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, and I'm sure everyone feels this way, they could make a TV show out of any workplace. Yeah, yeah, there's always, I mean, people are just characters in general. And yeah. when you're around them long enough, every day, you're going to see some some crazy shit. Yeah. And we want to hear about it, all of it. Or if you just want to rant, or if you're having a really shitty day and you just need to get it off your chest, send us an email. We want to hear it. Yeah, definitely. We could do we'll, like a, we'll make you feel worse. Yeah. <laughs> or we can just laugh about it and like move on. Maybe it'll be cathartic. What's that word? <laughs> you know what cathartic means. Like a catharsis. But yeah. You yeah. know, like where you get everything off your chest and you feel better, a release. Oh, well, why didn't you just say that? Because, why you got to use big words? Because I like This it. is a funny podcast. This is not a I'm really smart podcast. This isn't a big word. Spell it. I suck at spelling. Let's see. <laughs> C-A-T-H-A-R. 
C I S S I S. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never been good at spelling, and I've never been good at spelling things out loud. If I write it down, I'm a little better, but just trying to think of it off the top of my head to spell it out loud. Like Cathartic. I, I sucked at spelling bees. I was always them. good at them. Yeah, I always ask you when I need to spell something because you're really good at it. Cathartic. Uh, country of origin, please. Can you please use that in a sentence? C-A-T-H-A-R-T-I-C. Cathartic. <laughs> you win, I think. I'll, I'll check it later. I'm sure somebody will check it. <laughs> And and we'll get an email about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll hopefully follow us on Instagram and be like, this is how you spell cathartic, dumbass. Yeah. Which please do. Yeah. Um. So I think that's going to be it for our preview episode. It's just a little, a little taste of what we're going to be yeah. offering on Fuck My Work Life. Yeah. I hope you liked it. Come back. Send us your stories, please. We want to yes, hear them. We, we need more stories. Yeah. We definitely need more stories. Please. And I know they're out there. We just got to get people to send them in. Yeah. That's what, that was the point of this preview episode. So hopefully. And so you could hear my smooth yeah, voice. You got to hear that. that that's right. Baby. Deep radio voice. And then my annoying nasally voice. Bark, bark, bark. Hey, bark. I don't sound like a chicken. Well, that was a hen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at fmwlpod. Uh, you can send us your stories through DM there. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can hear our episode one coming soon. Chock full of stories from the workplace that you guys have sent in. That's right. And you can email us at fmwlpod at gmail.com. Yep, please do it. And we will talk to you or at you later. Later. Bye, everyone. Bye.